Hey everyone, this is Chris. And Christian. <laughs> <laughs> or if you look at our artist's name on Spotify, Chris Christian. <laughs> Chris Christian. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Every time like I'll listen to your your um OCR shorts or something and you you talk about Christians and stuff, I'm like my brain's like it keeps like clicking off like wait, wait, what? Hmm? Hmm? What? Why is he talking about <laughs> what you so much? What is he saying about me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it's you know, if anyone called anyone anymore, it, it's actually like I realized this I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool because I get a lot of famous people saying my name when they're talking about like Christians or like Christianity and stuff, right? But nobody calls anyone anymore. So my I could I could have got my voicemail to be like all these famous people saying, Hey, call Christian back, call Christian, right? Um <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> or something. I still think you should. I still think you should. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. But it seems like a lot of effort for a joke no one's ever gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Gina on Brooklyn Nine Nine, where it's like, "Hey, leave me a message," but I won't get it because nobody uses answering machines anymore. <laughs> it's not 1997. Okay. <laughs> um. So, listener, today we are we are going. All in on our promise from the end of last episode, we are going to keep today's episode light. Um, yeah, as our much last as I don't episode, want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> as, as little uh, as I'm inclined to keep things light, we're going to do it. <laughs> well, it's also just, like, it's so funny because you and I will have these intense conversations and good ones. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's heavy, it's not like it's, man, that was bad. But you're afterwards, I'm just like. I'm kind of drained. We just talked about a lot of heavy things. Well, and a, even though it was a positive conversation, yeah. I'm just like, oh man. Well, I'm not only that, dude, they just released a study showing that like when people people are, are less tired and less anxious if they have meetings with their cameras off, because there's something about having your camera on that like just literally drains you physically. It's it's weird. It's hard to explain. Um, it's, it's We it's say that as we have our cameras on. Yeah. Well, it, I think it's like it's a difference, like like we were talking about before with the, the typing test where it's a difference between right. like being seen and like, you're just aware that you're being seen and it does something like it. There's this base level of energy that's being burned when, <laughs> when, whenever you're aware that someone's looking at you or you're being viewed or something, right? Like, um, well, and there's the, with, with podcasting, like we're doing, there's, there's no escape from that because it's like, all right, they might not see us, but they're going to hear us. Yeah. The, yeah. The people, w- the people will hear us. I was the people. <laughs> Whether they like it or not, they're going to hear us. <laughs> I, uh, um, they will have the opportunity. Yeah. It yeah. will be out there. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I think with Discord, we could actually record the video as well. Like our, our Ooh, dual, dual okay. feed. So I want to look into that. So maybe we can actually yeah. start releasing things on YouTube as well. So we get a podcast, we get a YouTube video. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you about that just because I auto share um, the One Cross Radio podcast straight to my YouTube feed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we should figure out something with this. Um, so, yeah. We that, will. That thought just kind of ended. <laughs> and listener, we still haven't set up the Twitter account because I, I'll be honest, I just haven't yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I got to. We got to start. I got. Well, now that I have my computer, we can take more, more involved yeah, role. No, no. Right. I will. I will. I. I'll. I'll own up to it. I just haven't done that. Um, I made the joke to you right before we started recording because mm. listeners, Christian has his. Has his laptop back. Laptop. This is a this is a it's a big old iMac, Chris. This thing's Oh my bad. It's a my chonker. Bad. What are you what? <laughs> laptop? 
<laughs> I wish All honestly, right. I wish Chris- I had a laptop. That would be probably better. <laughs> Christian has his computer back. Thank you. <laughs> um <laughs> So now we're re- able to record our audio from beyond just Skype. Yeah. Uh, and before, yeah, right before we started recording, Christian was like, hey, so we doing this? I got my computer back. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Because I was just like, full on, I do not have the energy to edit two different things together by, by Wednesday. Yeah. My, my anxiety has been really high this week and it's been mental health wise really up and down. So I'm just like, I, I don't have the energy for it. So yeah. words, words, I will get the Twitter done by release date of this episode. So by next Wednesday, we will have a podcast. Wait, we will have a Twitter account. <laughs> oh, I want to, we should uh, figure out like a day. I don't know if, if you're free this weekend, but uh, we should figure out a day that we're not recording to get together and start making like, start making plans like oh we want to do this like here i i, I just want to get a right. lot of info organized as well like a lot i want a list of oh, the of accounts course. and the passwords and then we could start deciding hey like what do we post when what do we you know what i mean like i really feel like yeah. We could, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 no no we we gotta harness that um definitely and i appreciate you wanting to get in on that as well because i'm like i do a number with my own thing yeah uh, like my mine one and at points one or the other suffers because I'm like, nope, today is strictly this one's day. I hear <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just tired. Uh, yeah. So, back to keeping it light. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although, I just want to, I wanted to say, because yeah. I've said this before we started, and I just want, I really wanted to make sure that every, like, if, if anyone's still listening in spite of, like, all the because I'm, I don't remember exactly Preamble. what I, I don't remember exactly what I said in the last episodes, but I do remember regretting most of it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> that is because it's been it's been like two weeks since we we recorded right and yeah. so um i just wanted to say like i wanted to say that and i was saying that to you that like yeah i'm definitely going to take like a more moderate stance on things and i'm not going to i'm tr- going to try and not paint with so broad a brush and i feel like we should um like if i i feel like if i actually like i feel like i'm right but i feel like i haven't demonstrated that so i would prefer <laughs> to take a more like measured like evidence-based thorough approach right. in the future to things where we can maybe like do like a deep dive episode on certain aspects or topics as opposed to me just like flying off the handle and making a uh, uh, inflammatory <laughs> or instigative or, or aggressive remarks right <laughs> well like I, I, i'm i'm with you um mm-hmm. heck yesterday and it's interesting because you said before we start recording partway through the video, you were like, yeah, screw this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That wasn't my intent. <laughs> yeah, no, but no. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I did the OCR short about the uh, the pastor in Alberta. And it was like for me, part of doing those, like I said, is to get out that that anxiety energy, mm. because sometimes you can feel the attack coming on and you're energy starts to shift so it's like okay how can i focus this elsewhere to either prevent this or at the very least put it off for a while yeah and that video was was part of that and that's why also at the end i was trying to be like all right look it's unfortunate this happened it's this i don't want to just be like for 14 minutes being like screw this guy (laughs) because it's not trying to be that but yeah. No, no, I was yeah. uh, I was just but no, it was a good it was a good uh it was a good short, it was a good video. I liked it. Well that it's also what like I had stuff to read from because I'm like, okay, I, I can tell 
I'm going to start to get ranty and get that reaction every bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, in the future, yeah, yeah. In the future, I'm, I'm going to be less yeah. uh, offensive, I guess, <laughs> or less judgmental <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah, I just, because I, I, I sent you this text, like, I, I think I mentioned it last time we recorded, where I was like, you know, I, what, I, what I like about you is that there, you have, like, a curiosity, right, as opposed to, like, just making assumptions and being judgmental. And then I saw that episode of Ted Lasso, or I sent you that um mm-hmm. thing and I'm just like that that really that great really shook quote. me. It it's a, it was a great it was a great scene too where he just like he 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 pretends to be bad at darts or the guy just doesn't ask and he assumes he's going to be terrible and Ted is like amazing at darts, right? And um he beats him. <laughs> but he beats him with such like I just love how he's doing the speech and he's he's hitting like the triple twenty, the triple twenty like that's like that little tiny line, right? And then the bullseye like it's it's crazy. It's 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 just a really he basically says that um uh, He's like, you know, a lot of guys underestimated me my whole life and it really bugged me. I didn't understand why. And then I realized that like that wasn't a reflection on me. It was a reflection on, on them. It had nothing to do with me because they were they thought they had everything figured out. Right. And they would just judge mm-hmm. before asking questions. They weren't curious. And I really like that because not only did I like that was something I sort of realized myself within our last conversations, but to have it like echoed in the show afterwards, I'm like, this feels like kismet. This feels like there might be a sign or something like maybe like there's a theme of life going on right now where like, I feel like I need to hold on. Like I need, like something's trying to tell me something maybe. Right. Um, so I, I took the hint, I guess. And it really, like, I, I really want to start cultivating that sort of curiosity, um, as opposed to the, the, the judgmental. Yes. It's yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I'm with you. Cause I don't always display it, but I, I can be prone to that. Yeah. There's well, times where I'll can, read right? like, oh yeah. And it's like you read one headline after one headline or one Reddit thread after another. And you're just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, okay, okay. All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's figure out the why of it. <laughs> and then maybe we can address it. <laughs> from a micro and a macro perspective yeah yeah that's one thing i don't like there's some i'm losing so much patience with with reddit comments and stuff like if i scroll down and like the first comment i see is a joke i'm like that's like 50 percent of my patience gone and if i scroll down the next comment's a joke i'm like i'm not reading any more comments like i don't I, or, or like people will go and correct people where the the original person wasn't necessarily wrong the, this person's just coming in to be like oh but actually and i'm smarter and i get a little bit of confidence from correcting the stranger it's like dude this is all about you and you're providing nothing <laughs> to like the conversation whatsoever right like there's so many things that are so transparently gross that people do online and it's just like it's it's like man i don't know i'm, I'm just starting to do like i don't want to i don't want to look at comments anymore i don't want to look at the internet anymore i i don't know man it's it, comments are a hit or miss although i feel like you just gave an excellent segue into what we are talking about yes, today please, yes as you were like because <laughs> as you were saying uh, and we got, we, it only took us 11 minutes to get to the topic. Nope. Yeah. Well, um, we gotta have an intro, right? <laughs> oh yeah. No. Um, we always have a preamble, yeah. but that person where it's like, actually, and it's to sense superior, feel superior. It's kind of like a character from the office named Oscar who really fits the stereotype of the smug gay Mexican. <laughs> smug gay Mexican. <laughs> Which people don't yell at me it's a scene in the show i'm quoting it directly it's from the seventh season that is a direct um, quote. <laughs> it is a direct quote um we are talking about the office and more specifically season one now before we jump into it i'm going to jump back to a preamble for a second just because since this episode is all about keeping things light listener if you haven't checked it out i highly recommend just youtube prince 
while my guitar gently weeps. It's a performance from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, induction for George Harrison. And it is just a phenomenal outro solo that the story behind it is crazy. Basically, they didn't know that he was going to do that. They're just like, all right, Prince is going to play the outro. They didn't know he was going to melt faces with his solo. You see this look of pure, utter joy on Donnie Harrison, George's son's face, as he's just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> he just gets this bright smile. I'm like, this is. This is a this is a spirit lifter right here. <laughs> Everything's so frustrating right now. And here's this just lovely little time capsule. Um, and then he ends it with throwing his guitar in the air and you never see it land. <laughs> you don't see anybody from behind or in front of him like ducking because a <laughs> freaking guitar just got thrown in the air. But look it up. You won't regret it. It's musically outstanding. And it's also just just. Just an upper, a good upper. <laughs> yeah, it's um, but back to today's topic. Mm. So we are talking about season one of The Office. Christian, mm. initial thoughts. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really, I wish we'd, uh, there was something, because like, uh, I remember I was rewatching like months, like a month ago or something now, or maybe like at the beginning of last month. And, um, like it was weird i was so more intrinsically motivated to like like i just i would notice things because it wasn't i didn't have to right and now like now that like we're uh, you were on a you were on a kick yeah i was on a kick and then but now the kick's over and i gotta like yeah get myself interested in it um i don't know man it 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 was a great first season i I, there was they (laughs) broached a lot of interesting um, you know, I guess hot button topics, uh, with like race and, um, uh, with the health insurance <laughs> one. Right. Um, oh my God. Oh my gosh. I watched that just before we started recording. And, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, um, that episode, what the, uh, uh, the Alliance with, uh, Jim and, uh, Dwight yeah. and Jim's just totally messing with it. Yeah. The basketball one, that was another, yeah, it, it was all just, it was, it was a good, it was a decent, uh, it was a decent first season for sure. It it's, um, so a couple things I found interesting with it. Although also when you're, when you had said like, when I, I now have to take it, like now I have to watch it to do this stuff. It's interesting how, even if it's something you enjoy, when you got to prep it for something like a podcast, even though it's not like a test or anything, mm-hmm. it's still very different. And then a part of me is like, oh, man, even though I love this, I don't want to watch this. Like, yeah, wanna, it just instantly changes. Yeah, because I was watching Final Space and I'm like, oh, now I have to watch The Office because if I don't, I won't know what I'm talking about tomorrow. And I'm just like, I really want to. <laughs> I'd so much rather watch Final Space, but it, um, <laughs> it, it is what it is. I, I I did take some notes, like, I, and I feel like doing the whole season is difficult. Um, I think like I would need like a couple weeks or something to write like a sort of essayish article or something on what I think about the the entire first season, and it really made me realize I'm like, oh, we should definitely like. I think the idea that I wanted to do was um do it episode by episode, but I really think like if we're gonna do that, we should just pick like a newer show. But at the same time, a lot of new shows just release a whole season at once, so it's that's yeah. also kind of not um 
feasible? I don't know, man. It just it seemed like a good idea at the time when I was like intrinsically motivated to do it. But now I'm just like, I don't, how would I even go? How are we going to talk about this? Well, now? That, <laughs> uh, well, so why? So partially it now someone could be like, it's because you're lazy, Chris, which, you know, could be fair. Um, well, I mean, I don't think laziness like, exists. I, I think people are like either motivated to do something or they're not right. They're not motivated. It's like it, you can. Well, your 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 idea of like I would need a couple weeks, right, uh, to write a well thought out essay <laughs> articulating everything. I'm like, I have no interest in doing that. Oh, I like me neither. It's like uh, <laughs> here's here's my summation. <laughs> like it's the difference between me and a friend of the podcast Nathan from Monster Island Film Vault. How he does his stuff, like whenever he talks about a, a kaiju movie. It, his attention to detail and his research is so impressive and crazy and awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I maybe have a couple notes and 90% of it is off the cuff. Um, like, unless it's a very serious topic. And then I'm like, all right, I got notes on the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or a deep dive on a franchise like Godzilla that's been around for 50 years and has three different, <laughs> five different continuities or whatever. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, going forward, we'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe we could do it about specific episodes mm. and we could be like, hey, so this season was great, but let's talk about these particular, like these two or three episodes in particular. Yeah. But with season one, because they only got six, it's, it's easier. And what's interesting is like the first season almost got the show canceled. like. There are so many, uh, there are so many great, interesting, um, office podcasts, two by Brian Baumgartner, uh, one called office ladies with, um, Angela Kingsley and Jenna Fisher. And they didn't know that they were set on the show Mm. until the Christmas episode of the second season, because over that break, like Apple in a way saved the show because the video iPod launched right before Christmas and then the office, both the British and the American version were like the first shows that had the deal with Apple through iTunes. So over Christmas, like, and you had to buy the episode like you before the full season was out. Yeah. Like, Back in the day on iTunes, well before Apple TV and Netflix and the streaming, it was like, you got to buy episode by episode or a full season. And it, it was insane how successful it was. And then of course, Steve, uh, of course, Steve Carell's 40 year old virgin came out and it was a huge success. And they were like, all right, we got something. Um, but that first season it's, I don't want to say like a markedly different show than, than what comes later. I think there is a, a good transition. And for me, the show, uh, like season two and three and four consistently keep the awkward tone from season one, Mm. but they add a little bit more punch of hope. Like the the healthcare episode is so wonderfully cringy. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. It's almost not even funny. (laughs) It's it's... Oh dude, the the tail, like this morning, I almost, I almost turned it off because it's at the end 
of the episode. And it's not even like the worst thing in the episode. The worst, like you feel so bad for Kevin when Dwight's like, <laughs> what are on, anal, anal fissures? fissures? <laughs> yeah. Nobody, like, here nobody has, has this. <laughs> and then it's like, Somebody oh does. man. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just that awkward silence. And the show, like the show, especially in that first season, does not shy away from just like leaving it, leaving it in Heck, the end of that episode is Michael not delivering on that promise of a surprise. And everybody's had the crappiest day. Mm. And then it's just everybody waiting, Michael not delivering. There's no punchline. And that goes on for like 90 seconds. Yeah. I, it's, it's funny. Cause like in one of the, one of the episodes, he's like, Oh, you know, uh, I increased profits by 17% or I cut costs by like, I don't know, some percentage without losing anybody or, or anything like that. Right. Uh, or without, um, diminishing salaries. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden he has to cut all their health benefits and stuff. It's like, what, 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 yeah. when do you become successful enough to actually like provide for your workers? Right? <laughs> when, <laughs> when do we not have to cut health insurance? I, I, it's, it's, it's interesting because like the first season was so, it's like they they focused a lot more on that um kind of like the like the British office where it was just so it it was so deadpan and like yeah. realistic and serious in a lot of ways where people were just like it, it just it almost wasn't funny because it's like this is just horrible like, this sucks like I, I would it's it's done so well where you're like <laughs> yeah I would be pretty angry like uh, I, I don't um and and yeah, that's part of the genius of it right where they um. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is really like it, 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 it was very real. Like it felt very like actually sort of like a documentary. Um, and then obviously like in the second and third season, they, it becomes more of like a show. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm done speaking now. <laughs> Make better word talk. <laughs> Make better word. Yes. Oh, for real. Um, well, it's, it's interesting just because in the first the first season they shot in an office building and they uh, listener i highly recommend look at uh brian bob gardner's two um office podcasts the uh an oral history of the office and the office deep dive i believe it's called they'll go into like some wonderfully great deep detail where it's like hey hollywood normally would like we're gonna cut out this wall so we can get the shot where it's like, no, no, we're going to do it. So they were hiring people from a documentary shooting background, a reality TV shooting background. Mm. And they're like, we're going to do it this way because this is the feel we're going for. And reality TV wasn't a big thing in North America at the time. Like Survivor hadn't gone nuts yet. Mm. Um, it was well before survival and Jersey Shore and all this crap. <laughs> but the uk had had so many shows like that like here's a documentary about people who are horrible drivers failing to get their driver's test like this slice of everyday life documentary that north america has like hadn't had and the first season was very much like it it had the style of the uk one of like a bbc Um, or a pbs documentary right yeah. yeah. And th- there was the comedy, but it was heavy, very, very heavy on the cringe. And that that's fair. I think the show found its voice and its balance yeah. in the second season, um, where it was still like the, the second season still has so many of the cringy, awkward stuff. 
But even like the difference between Michael in season one and season two, even just how they present him, like in the first season, it's like, all right, let's have our boss be very, very unlikable. Mm. And we're going to give him the tight suit that almost gives him the double chin and the slicked back hair. We're going for almost that like greasy salesman look. So subtly we're making you not like him. And then there's his behavior. Uh, One thing I noticed is like in the first episode, he had his sleeves rolled up. Like he didn't, he wasn't wearing like a blazer or anything. And I, I I really, it really like occurred to me. I'm like, Oh, he looks, he does look so like sleazy. Cause he, and it's weird. And it feels weird. Like, I don't know why, but like he has really hairy arms. Right. So like between like his weird, like thinning slick back hair and like his hairy arms and just like, it was a cheap sort of kind of large white shirt. I'm like this, he just he's like scummy he just looks scummy like and, and yeah. I, know, I, I, I know it's so like prejudiced or whatever like it's just very like I'm, I'm judging I'm literally judging a book by its cover but it just it gives you this feeling right I don't know if it's like I don't yeah I don't know and that was a thousand percent deliberate um but then like the thing was towards the like it always ended on that in the cringe and you and I have talked about this um like privately not on a podcast but like the genius with michael is they made it they're like all right let's let's make him 10 percent more likable mm. like just these little things that humanize him where you're just like where you you start to feel bad for him because yeah. in the in the first season you're just like this guy is the worst and then in the second season, you slowly start to find out, like, dude's incredibly lonely. He doesn't have the life he ever thought he would. His childhood was messed up and not even messed up like everybody else's, but like clearly some traumatic messed up things. <laughs> and Very like, all unresolved that, where issues. It's like, and it's like, this is a guy who's just desperate to be loved. And has these compulsive needs because he's never had that. And yeah, well, it's yeah, like his he had his stepdad, right? Which he there's always seems to be like he there's that episode in a much later season where he and Toby are doing like a therapy thing, and he you refers oh my gosh <laughs> he refers to his stepdad as uh, his his mom's husband or, or his mom's boyfriend, and then Toby's like, you mean your stepfather? And he's like, yeah, but I never really thought of it that way. And it's like, whoa, dude, like that, that's huge. <laughs> and then like, you find out like his mom dressed him like a salesman when he was eight. So he's going to like elementary school dressed in like a suit and a tie. And it's like, yeah, what, no wonder, like, I'm certain he was bullied. No wonder he had no friends. That's insane. Why would you do that to your kid? Right? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there's stuff like in other seasons from, um, from in high school, like in the, oh, the he wore third that season intro. <laughs> Yeah, well, like the the third season intro, the excellent episode, Gay Witch Hunt. Yeah, uh. Phyllis is like, well, we thought you were gay in high school. And he's like, what? And it's like, well, your suits and your matching ties. I'd like to look like nice. (laughs) Yeah, like young Michael never stood a chance. No, he never never stood a chance. Yeah. And like the thing about like they they show you like he's socially inept. But then you realize it's like, oh, he's not. He's not a jerk. Like, he's just so stupid that he doesn't realize, like, he doesn't have the social skills, either by virtue of the fact that, like, he had no friends growing up, but, like, he's never had the opportunity to actually, like, build those skills, right? Exactly. It's, there's, in a way, an earnest ignorance to the character where he he just simply doesn't get it. Like, it's shown 
wonderfully in the the second episode. I just can't remember what it's called. Oh, Diversity Day. It's <gasps> displayed hilariously throughout that episode. Yeah. He doesn't get at all why it's not okay for him to deliver a Chris Rock. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, he oh okay, okay, wait, 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 okay. So in the first episode, I wanna okay, so there's a few moments in the okay, so there's the what's up moment, right? In the first episode where he comes up and he starts going like, what's up to like Jim and Dwight. And then like, they're trying to like engage with him. Like, Hey, yeah, what's up? What's up? And then he just, he does it like super loud and long. Like he's trying to establish dominance and it gets super awkward. <laughs> Nobody wants to play anymore. Right. And then he just sort of stands there while they're like looking at their computers, waiting for him to leave. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> and he just walks. And like, I, don't, I had, I had that moment at my last job where like this guy, like he would just stand there and I'm like, dude, I don't want, like, I have nothing to say to you, man. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to be left alone. Like he'll just, he'll just stand there waiting for like a conversation to happen. I'm just like, it's not happening, man. <laughs> so, like, I've experienced that myself. Like, just very awkward where people just don't, they don't seem to pick up on, like, social cues, right? Um, and then there's that moment where he's, like, he's in, he's, um, he gets a call from Todd Packer when he's in a meeting with Pam and Jan. And then Todd Packer's, yep. like, he calls her Hillary. And he's, like, I just got, I got one question. Do, do the curtains match the drapes? And then, like, oh. Michael has to, like, hang up immediately. He's like, oh, that's, that's bad, uh, ter- bad person. That's uh, not, not appropriate. <laughs> and it's, like, it's so funny because it's so obvious that, like, he has these conversations regularly with Packer, right? Like, or yep. at least he doesn't, like, shut him down. Like, it's so funny. And it's so, like, so awkward. <laughs> and, and they, like, they just ignore it. it it's, but um, the one thing I really, uh, like, the, the part where he impersonates Hitler, where he's like, oh, I'm funny. I gotta, uh, I have a, a sense of humor. And he grabs Pam's, like, name thing, holds it over the, his upper lip, and just starts going, blah, blah, blah. And... It's so funny, like doing the it, goose step and goose step and and fake German, and he, he's doing he's seek heiling or whatever. Um, and he's, yeah, he's doing the salute. He's doing the salute, and it really ma- it made me real. I'm like, I it, I had this thought about how. Oh, I can't I can't re- I can't do it. I can't organize it properly. The um now, but it was it was basically like how like people you know people get offended by other people getting offended and it's like you're both doing the same thing anyway 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 so um then there's the jello <laughs> prank right the jello prank which is dope yeah. and then michael pranks uh where we're like oh, so the jello prank is where like jim hides uh dwight's uh stapler in jello right yeah and then they trade off on uh jello puns or dessert puns but um one of my favorite uh two of my favorite parts where we come at the end where like michael uh pranks pam by basically telling her she's fired and she breaks down crying and calls him a jerk and and right at the end like because ryan's there like the temp it's his first day he's like so at the end like michael like he uh goes to hand him this piece of paper and and he's like no and it was just this very awkward like perfect exchange that seems so realistic where it's like like he's just he's so uncomfortable being there after that and then at the end um Michael talks about how he hired this immigrant, like this Guatemalan man, like is his first job in the country. And then he impersonates the guy. And at the end, he's like, yeah, so we had to let him go. He wasn't a very good worker. <laughs> it's like, it's, but he's like, Mr. Scott. And he, he like, imperson- it's so, oh man, it's so funny. It's <laughs> well, it's like, ah, it's. Sorry. Well, you have the first, the first, like right at the beginning of episode two, where they start the diversity day training, and Michael has like this awkward, 
uh, interaction with with Oscar to prove he's not racist, right? It's like I don't even know. I don't even know his last name. I don't, it's like, wait, wait, you're his manager. You don't know his last name. <laughs> I love how they still kind of follow through with some of that stuff in later seasons. Mm. Like an ongoing joke is Michael never like outside of Daryl like doesn't remember any of the warehouse crew's name. Well, even when the guy's um, named Michael and he spends like an hour in traffic with him. <laughs> yeah. that's, it's, it's like, I, I guess it's funny, but Michael, that just means Michael's like either he's racist or he's classist or he's both or something like it's, or, I think I, I, see, I don't think I, I would not describe Michael as racist or classist. No. Uh, yeah, no, no. It's uh, he just sucks at remembering people's names outside because uh, like Carell and other people were like, he never had a family of his own until like he left with Holly. Mm. And then that was the end of Michael Scott's story. And throughout the, the seasons of the office, it's like he thought of everyone in the office as his family and nobody else felt that way because they have their own lives and their own families. Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. Fascinating. But yeah. It's like, of course he's going to remember everybody in the office's name because he's like i see you all the time and you're my best friends and ryan's my brother my protege my <laughs> all this when it's like you're no you're not whereas this guy in the warehouse is like oh, okay yeah no you're you're down there we'll be friendly but oh but jim i love jim <laughs> yeah but it's like it's like dude you you spent an hour in traffic with I this know. guy and he has your name <laughs> like how would you I, I would be like this is so awkward that i'm like i'm in a, a truck with like one of the warehouse guys that i don't know and it's like he's driving me home this is very strange and uh and it would just leave an imprint on my mind but i think it's it, it's interesting to me because like a lot of this stuff is, is explained away by the fact that like michael's just dumb right like he's he's kind of yeah. dumb and it kind of makes you I mean, you can make the argument that, like, yeah, okay, so, like, the office people are his family, so he just doesn't think to remember. But, like, you know, you think you would remember, so it kind of makes you feel like... I kind of feel like if you're dumb, where like, if you're dumb enough where you can't, like, think critically or you don't really have self-awareness, I think there are societal, like, cultural influences that sort of, like, get imprinted on you that you're not aware of. So I think there... It may be that he's... He might not be, like, racist or classist, like, on purpose... But I think there's this aspect of like, <laughs> well, there's this implicitness or like this subconscious like of, of like societal sort of influence where he's too stupid to like realize that like he is basically classist and racist in unintentionally, right? Well, that I think you're right there where it comes out in the basketball episode with Stanley. <laughs> he's like our secret weapon and his his thought is just like Stanley's black. So he's going to be amazing at basketball. <laughs> and then guys overweight. In the, <laughs> and in the second season, like Stanley, when they're doing their performance reviews, <laughs> Stanley's just like, Oh, I did learn that from the streets on the ghetto. In fact, <laughs> he's, just, he's just leaning into it. He's just like, it's all about my bonus. And Michael is buying him hook, line and sinker. Because he thinks everything he's seen is, yeah, is, yeah, black people live in the ghetto, right? They play basketball. They like, but he's like, he's like, hey, like, but I love how like he's not, he doesn't look at it like any of these things like as, as bad things. He's like, the stereotypes aren't bad. He's like, those are things to celebrate. 
about your culture and appreciate about black people. It's like, yeah, but dude, not all black people are like, wait, you can't just, it's, it's, it's oh my gosh, this is actually really funny. <laughs> then I'm thinking about it, like critically breaking it down where it's like, it's, it's, it's genuinely, it's, but, uh, but I think there also is, is this implicit, like where he doesn't understand this because he, again, he's not smart, but there's this implicit, like, oh, white culture is better than that. Right. Even though he's not saying that and he's saying like, oh, you, we should celebrate everybody's culture and blah, blah, blah. But it's like it's it's sort of like that part in um, when they it, like in the later season when he starts the Michael Scott paper company and Ryan and Pam are fighting over um, who's going to make a copy. And uh, Ryan's like, oh, you know, uh, he's like, I'm not like he's like, you're better at that. You're better at making copies. And she's like, really? Like, that's sort of insulting. He's like, hey, look, like I could run GM. But I wouldn't be good at like, you know, some minimum wage thing, right? Uh, or uh, like, I guess making copies or being a receptionist. I'd, like, be no, I'd be no better than. I mean, yeah. And he's saying, he's like, it's not a judgment. It's just like, it's just what it is. Like, not, I'm not saying one is better than the other. And she goes, really? Because it sounds like one's better than the other, right? And it's like, it's, I think that's basically Michael's thing where he's like, oh, you know, you should celebrate these like negative stereotypes about your race. It's like, Really, I, they don't really sound like good things, though. <laughs> like for like the way you're putting it, it just compared to like what you would say uh, white culture is or something, right? Um, it seems comparatively well, it's, worse. Right? It's almost it's almost like he he doesn't even necessarily see them as negative. No, he doesn't. Like, no, not he at all. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah he doesn't. No, no, it's, he doesn't see yeah. anything. But it's, he's just. It's, it's like it's like this implicit bias, right? Where it's like, man, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't really like. I don't go in for that, like oh, you're subconsciously, every white person is subconsciously racist or has implicit bias. I'm like, no, that's insane. That's, that is, there's no scientific backing to that whatsoever, right? Um, but um, I do think that, like, in Michael's case, it, it, he kind of makes the case for that. Like, he is that this sort of <laughs> patient zero, I guess. Um, well, it's like, I think a lot of that is shown through Angela, especially in the earlier seasons. She's a lot more harsh than she is as the show goes on, yeah. but she's the, the character that <laughs> at the final season, they're like, all right, you're the only one who's still like incredibly hard. We got to put you through hell this season. Oh yeah. She deserved <laughs> get, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. To Come get up, you in a, to get you in a, in a good space for the end of the show. Yeah. To make her likable. Right. It's like, here, here, here's some with, humility <laughs> like, with, uh, with Michael and especially diversity day, like that's one, a lot of people. And even the, the people on the show have been like, I don't think we could, we could do that today. Not even like, because like, would people find it offensive? Sure. But also just the way they were having the conversation, like there was a lot of nuance there because it wasn't about making fun of the stereotypes. It was like, let's address these and how these aren't these <laughs> These aren't these things, yeah. but we're going to do it through the lens of comedy because who the hell likes having this conversation? Yeah, we're going to have this conversation we might, like on primetime on a sitcom. Yeah, we might as well make it funny, right? I, I, I yeah. like, um, there, was, there was this really funny part of where, and I think, I think my, so Michael's trying to like, he's trying to prevent Mr. Brown, the, 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 um, the diversity day coordinator guy from like having a little too much sway or like controlling yeah. things too much because uh he assumes that makes him look bad like he's not capable of doing it um and i think it's because in some way even though he can't like his mind can't actually grab onto this idea he does understand somewhere deep down that this is all because of him right and it becomes very evident later on in the scene but 
when this is one part where he's like, hey, how about everybody say who, who they're, uh, what race they're attracted to? And then Dwight goes, white and Indian. And then, like, Kelly's literally right beside him. And then, like, the camera just turns to her and, like, zooms in on her face. And she's, like, looking down, like, what the fuck? Like, like it's, <laughs> like, I can't, but, like, this is so awkward and uncomfortable. And, um, and then, um, there's, like, you know, Mr. Brown starts talking about the Chris Rock bit, which is a very good bit. I, I'd recommend everybody go check it out. Like, it's funny. Um, yep. but it, it's incredibly, it, it's very, very vulgar. If you're yeah. sensitive to swearing yeah. or certain terms, but the context is he's a stand-up comedian that's, he's making observations about his own, his own culture using whatever language he wants. Yeah. And, and it's, there yeah, you it's, go. It's this <laughs> bit where, where he differentiates between like two different kinds of black people. And then he calls the, the one side n words and, and yeah and then his, the, the side that he he's on is is or not and it's very like you can imagine especially in today's uh climate like it's pretty problematic to have um like and, and it's sort of why Chappelle quit the Chappelle show where he's like i start to realize that like i'm making fun of black people but there's white people who are not they're, they're not in on the joke they're literally laughing like legitimately like yeah all black people are like that or black people do do that and yeah he's, he's like i'm actually they're not laughing with me they're with laughing me. at me at me right and then so like that he had kind of had to stop and i feel like that's a, sort of the same thing with the chris rock joke now maybe not at the time and i feel like we sort of regressed as a culture a society in that respect but um he he kind of he the joke is that like he he says the n-word a lot right and he, he just he gets loud and he's like and then so michael they get kevin to like repeat the joke michael's like no no you're butchering it. but can i can i and he just starts doing it without permission and he's like and as soon as he starts saying the n-word people are like oh okay okay and then mr brown he's like whoa 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 hey and um it just <laughs> It's just, it's so uncomfortable and it's so messed up. And then at the end, like you read, like, um, and then Michael and Mr. Brown are, are in his office and Mr. Brown's like, you know, I just, you were the one, I was supposed to come here and put you through this. Nobody else. I only did it so that you wouldn't feel embarrassed. And to me, it was like that it's, it's perfect, right? Cause it gives you the opportunity, opportunity to show, um, or to see how, what well, like what Michael's really like, right? Like it, it shows you so much about like weird sort of inscrutable aspects of his character that you can't really like articulate but like, when you see it you like there's it deep down implicitly you're like you know that about like like oh yeah people do act like that holy crap right um i've never really been able to like put my finger on that before um and and i really like how they they use that as an opportunity to show things like that uh but at the same time it's like new that would never happen like if if he got in trouble for for doing that and hr or a corporate sent someone to put him through training they wouldn't make everyone else go through the training as well he would just be in his office with the guy the guy would like do his presentation he'd sign the thing and the guy would leave right um realistically i don't like or maybe they would i don't know it's weird i just feel like they, they probably wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> i i've i've worked for places when i've worked retail um where certain managers did questionable things hmm. where the, there were creative, lack of another term, punishments, where it'd be like, hey, this manager did this, so, hey, everyone, we're going to do some training. <laughs> we're all going Legit. to do this training. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Stuff like that would happen, so that's where I'm like, that's... I'd like to think it's not, <laughs> it's not believable, but maybe less so now. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. now it would probably be more more like you said. But at the time, it was like, all right, no, instead of addressing it, we're just going to, we're going to do this so we can't make this person feel bad. 
<laughs> yeah, that's another. Uh, I really don't like that aspect of like we we can't make the person who did something wrong feel bad. What are you talking about, right? And, and I think, I, I, and I don't want to get too off topic, but I feel like that's sort of like what's happening in our society today with some people who refuse to get on board with the showgram, if you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like, hey, let's cater to these people who are just incredibly selfish and obtuse and and, and ignorant and and who are they'll they'll they're selective in what uh, parts of reality they they choose to acknowledge, right? Like, it's it's very. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, not to make sweepings. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it is it, it it is like I mean, you can like everybody has different reasons. Um, yeah, a lot of the times I think it's it's good to sort of like okay, you may you may all have different reasons, but the effect is the same. So uh, your reasons are stupid. <laughs> they don't matter. <laughs> it's like, hey, I ran over this kid because I thought it looked like a, a vampire. Okay, but you still ran over the kid. I don't know what. I don't give a crap whether or not you look like a vampire or a super rat or something. I don't. I don't care. Like you ran over a kid. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter to me why you ran him over. You ran him over, dude. <laughs> like, dude. Um, let's let's be honest with ourselves though. <laughs> Dwight would do that. Yeah, let's not. We've all wanted to run over a kid at some point or another in our lives. Okay, let's let's not. Oh no! Oh no! No, I meant Dwight would do that if he thought it was a vampire. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I personally probably wanted to run over a kid at some point. I mean, there a lot of kids are stupid and loud and they get in your way. It's just it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get us back to the show. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm back to you. I'm back to you. So at the at, no, uh, there's kidding, a scene in in the Diversity Day episode where. Um, so what Michael does is he like, he gets, he, he has post-it notes and he writes down the rate, like different races, yeah. quote unquote races. But like, sometimes it's not just a race. It's like, it's like a, a women, a, a women or yeah, like, or like a country or like a culture within like the race or like it's weird or whatever. Um, but he, he makes himself Martin Luther King, which is, I don't even know how to unpack that. But at the very end, <laughs> he comes up to Kelly and he starts, he does this very, very offensive Indian impression. Yeah. And he's doing it like right at her face, like loudly yep. in front of everybody. And at first she's like smiling and it's like, she's like, what the heck's going on? And then he keeps doing it and she, her reaction, like her face falls and then she just slaps him across the face because it's an incredibly offensive and ignorant, obnoxious thing to be doing. Right. And he like, it's sort of, I don't know if it dawned on him. I don't know how much he realized in that moment, but he everything stopped like he was like like this is over and he just like he looks like he's about to cry and then he goes into his office right um sorry while we were recording hmm. we got a new follower on our instagram account so yay us oh crap we have an instagram account <laughs> <laughs> that's i set that up before we started recording that's been like my self-comfort about not setting up the Twitter. I'm like, all right, at least we got Instagram. Oh, I followed crap. through on one of those things that I said I'd set up. With. I gotta, I'm gonna, I gotta find this Instagram here. Instagram. Because <laughs> listeners, we're professionals. <laughs> we, <laughs> I totally knew. Yeah. Uh, it's just this it's is not... not brand new information. <laughs> um. It's interesting. It's so interesting with that first season. Um, some of the behind the scenes tidbits from that is there was brief conversation about starting the show with diversity day. And they were like, no, no, no. We, we like were, they deliberately went with it being very close to the British pilot. Hmm. And some, a lot of people have criticized that. They're just like, oh, it's just a remake. 
there's differences, but the reason they did that was because they wanted to carve out time to write really good original episodes. Mm. But also they were like, if it's a pilot and it is like, if it's based on something that's already been on television, the network can't mess with it too much. Mm. (laughs) Like they're not going to, if imagine if they tried to start with diversity day. I don't think it would have gotten past. I don't think that would have. I don't think that would have launched the show. No. Yeah. It, it, and that sucks because it's a it's a genius episode. Like it, it, yeah. it addresses a lot of things in a very, very good way in ways that I still can't like I still can't really articulate or put my finger on um, precisely. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. And that's something that's something continued to do well throughout the show. Like mm. I'd say. In a weird way, the spiritual success uh, successor or spiritual sequel to Diversity Day is season three's Gay Witch Hunt because it's very similar stuff mm-hmm. where it starts with Michael in trouble with Toby. <laughs> I'm not going to say the word because it's a slur, but Michael's earnestly like, I don't get like, why was that offensive? I always call people that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, uh, can I spell it? Uh, F A G Y, yeah. Well, or F A G G Y, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> that offended me. That, that offended me more than the word itself. <laughs> Fagi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I always call people that. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. like it's, it's like that just means lame, right? And it's like it's like that's what. It, well, it sounds like you're. Being, that's what he means. Well, not really. Oh, <laughs> Corell is so good. And then right after. when he finds out oscars oscars gay oh that just that scene is just wonderful i love how he's like he's like hey 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 let's not let's not be calling people gay here exactly like like it's a terrible thing to call someone gay (laughs) because he's he's thinking toby's now making fun of someone for that yeah yeah when when it's like it's so (laughs) it's It's, so perfect he just doesn't get it and then at the end of the episode after he makes the no, no, before the the improv kiss scene. Oh, <laughs> like I that love was that scene. actually something it Matt like came up in the moment of on the day of um while they were filming the scene. That's genius. And it was, it was I love it's so Oh good. yeah. <laughs> and that was that was all Corell. Um but then like as Oscar's leaving and he's frustrated, Michael just breaks down crying. He's like, I'm sorry I called you <laughs> that. And you're just like, he doesn't mean to be mean no he doesn't he's just so dumb yeah he just he literally doesn't get it like he's so disconnected from basically everything that it's just he earnestly doesn't understand that no saying this (laughs) saying this is bad or like what's another what's a another term for mexican Mexican isn't offensive. Well, it has certain connotations. <laughs> it's so messed it's up. So funny. <laughs> well, that's, I love, he just doesn't get it. <laughs> it's like there's that one point where he comes up to to Oscar to apologize. He's like, hey, maybe uh, someday we can get drinks and you can tell me how you do that to another dude or something. And it's so like. <laughs> And Oscar's like, yeah, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and it's like, what the heck? So it's just that pause, just like the how you can, <laughs> you can 
do that to another dude. <laughs> or later when he's like, I'm getting a, I think, was it a rectal exam? And he's like, is there anything I should be prepared for for certain sensations, sensations or make it more pleasurable for, for doctor? And Oscar's just like, okay. And just gets up and walks out. And it's worse because like Oscar was totally like concerned about him at first. He was on board. He was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. What, what's going on? Right. Like, how can I help? And then Michael says that and it's like, why was I dumb enough to like be charitable with this guy? Like, why, why did I do that? Why did I put myself out there? And that it's something I really like that the show did. It really in this, it like illustrated like none of this is coming from a mean place. Mm -hmm. The behavior is still bad. Mm -hmm. We're still going to show that the behavior is bad. And <laughs> we're going to always point that out. Like some people, when I've talked to them, especially about the earlier seasons, they're like, it's so offensive. And Michael's so offensive and this shouldn't be encouraged. And I'm like, have you watched the show? Because yeah. none of his behavior is encouraged. No. Like, the whole time it's pointing out, like, it's, it, like, it's ignorant, it's bad behavior. And they're like, well, nobody, nobody gets angry at him. I'm like, they get angry at the behavior, but they also see, like, especially in the later shows, it's not mean-spirited. Like, he doesn't, he genuinely doesn't hate anyone except Toby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to Toby, he hates with a fiery passion. <laughs> yeah, the Toby thing um, is, is interesting. I, I love that, that scene where, like, Dwight, <laughs> where he's like, well, I think he's talking about how he doesn't know any gay people. And he's like, but Michael kissed Oscar or something like that. And he's like, but Michael cried or, or something Michael's like that. Very, yeah, Michael's very emotional. Like, I guess I do have a gay like, friend. I do have a gay friend. And then at the end, like, Dwight tries to kiss Oscar, too. And he's like, okay, come on, Dwight. Come on. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Which I also think was Rain improving because you yeah. also see him about to break. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, I like, what, what I do like is that, like, like how you mentioned how they, they don't, like, they demonstrate that it's really, like, he's, he's stupid, right? Like, he is. He is dumb. But um, a lot of it, like that, I think that's sort of the 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 explanation for his ignorance, right? Where he just doesn't yeah. like it, and it, it's cool because it, I think they demonstrate that like ignorance is not like an immutable characteristic. Like it is something that's sort of like even if you are stupid, you can learn, and I think yeah. that's what it demonstrates. Where it's like it, it's not it's not saying like oh this is uh, admissible or something or like it's not supporting it. It's just showing like. Hey man, like it, it, it demonstrates from the people's reactions and and how like all, a lot of his actions uh, fall flat or they're you know people are offended by them. It, it shows that it's like hey, like ignorance does have um, not only does it have like it affects people, uh, but it's not something that's you're stuck with. Like you can learn and you can change. So it's like hey, people who are and like hey, your ignorance or the like. I'm not saying you're evil. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying. Um, you might just be ignorant, and uh, the things that yeah. you think and say, uh, due to that that ignorance, has an effect, on, a negative effect on other people, and they demonstrate that, and then they show that like an ignorant person can change. So I think it's a very, very good uh, lesson, or or um, yeah. what have you, right? Well, it's also really interesting because I think you could look at Michael almost as the craziest case of nature versus nurture. His environment, like. We, as we learn, was crazy dysfunctional in its weird ways. He's never been in an environment where he's had 
to, to question or challenge his ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like he sees all this stuff and he just absorbs it as truth, as fact. And he's not even seeing it as negative, but because of that, when he then thinks it's okay, he doesn't think. It's just he's never been in that spot where his ignorance has been challenged. Yeah, and it's not malicious ignorance. No, it's just at times you could be ignorant the entire time and not know it because you've you. It's you interesting because <laughs> you d- you don't know what you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, so yes. that's where I at times do have empathy for some people you can give a little leeway for ignorance because mm-hmm. unless you're you're forced in that situation where it's like you can learn yeah that's true you can absolutely learn objectively you can look up anything but also if you've never had that pushback you're never going to think you need to learn because you think you already know True, and true. I think Michael illustrates that because you see him learn <laughs> throughout season one and then as the, especially season two onward because they're like, all right, we're going to give him a little more. We're, we're going to make him a little more likable. And he goes from in the office. Everybody still gets frustrated by his behavior mm. and his inappropriateness <laughs> like that doesn't change. But also they're like, yeah, he's he's awful, but he's our awful boss. Like they have sympathy and care for him mm-hmm. that you see that in the Dundies when the people start heckling him and like pelting him with wet napkins. And then it's like, no, yay, Michael. Yay. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're just going to like they love him, but they hate it. You start to see they actually genuinely like him but maybe not as a boss and because of how he is also they keep that distance yeah yeah he uh they definitely like well i think they had to but yeah he definitely grew um over time right like it wouldn't have been interesting if he just stayed static and and bad um yeah and i but obviously like that's well, yeah yeah it, it, and it's like it's it is sort of like <laughs> hey he's our he's our um idiot right uh yeah and it, you mentioned something where you're like you know people yeah, you were saying that like people who otherwise would have not had like any pushback to their views, they don't know that yeah. what they don't know. And uh, it made me think of two things. It made me think of like I, I want. I'm pretty certain that Michael just grew up watching old, like old comedy movies, like Airplane or or and you know like yep. all the, yeah. So he probably got like a lot of his jokes from like what, what's what's that? It's like an old western, Blazing Saddles or something, right? Like stuff like that, right? Where you can tell, yeah, yeah, he definitely got a lot of his comedy from like 80s and 70s comedy movies. Um, and the other thing is. Uh, oh crap! So people are ignorant, pushback. Oh, that also requires some humility, right? So when you do, mm-hmm. when you finally do experience the pushback, you kind of have to have like enough humility or self awareness to be like, "Oh crap, am I wrong?" Right? Um, and I think yeah. that that's you know requires some intelligence. So I feel like if you're not, it, there's probably a level, an IQ or something below which you're un- very unlikely to be able to be humble. Or, or to have that exercise, that self-awareness, or that humility, right? Um, and I think that might ob- obviously, like, uh, education has something to do with that as well. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, yeah, because that is a, a component, right? Like, you can't really learn unless you're humble. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I an interesting example of Michael. I don't think like the ending of the first episode with the whole fake firing and Pam is. Like Pam's like, you're a jerk. Mm-hmm. 
even though some of the behavior is the same, like Michael wouldn't have been like, I, well, I think that you're wrong in later seasons. Cause it would have been like, what? I'm a jerk. Like it would have crushed him because <laughs> he also like idolizes Pam and Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, well, it's funny. Cause like right after she said that, he's like, eh, I don't kind of, and he's like trying to like, he kind of puts up like this very, very weak, like flaccid resistance. Like there's this performative resistance, but you can tell like, he's just like, as soon as she starts crying, he's like, Oh, like I, me- I messed up. Yeah. I messed up. So it's, I, yeah. I feel like over the next week, like while he's at home alone, probably thinking he'd probably just like, oh crap. But then, but <laughs> Sat in despair. Yeah. But, and I, you know, maybe it, it, he learned a little something. Clearly he, he kept learning things throughout the series, but he does mm-hmm. that again to like Aaron, right? Or something like right at, at, at the end of the. Uh... But the delivery is also so different because he can't even get, go through with it. He can't even get through it. No. Because he starts to call Hank. She's like, no, 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 I can just. And then he just bursts out laughing. Like the delivery is also just so different mm-hmm. with later Michael mm-hmm. and earlier Michael. I'll also quickly say, cause I know we're, we're, we're winding down to our close. Um, I noticed this softening also happened with one of the character in particular. Um, and I say even more so the difference between Roy in season one mm-hmm. and Roy in season two and then three is is quite different because Roy in season one, you could be like, this dude is abusive. Yet you you could jump to some of those conclusions mm. because of how quick he flies off the handle with Jim. How um like what you trying to cup a feel or something? Yeah, I like I like when, the, the very first episode where they're both like leaning on the, the receptionist desk and they're not talking. And then Jim's like, hey man, uh you should come out tonight. Uh, and then Roy looks at him. He gives him this look, like it's uh, it's a it's a hell of a look. And he goes, yeah, "Yeah, just tell her I'm in the car." And he just walks away. He's like, "Yep, cool, man, cool, 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 cool." Right? Yeah. And um, it was. I'm like, I weirdly that like that stuck with me. I felt like it was pretty good acting the way he was just like, "Okay, tell her I'm in the car." Like, I want to knock this dude out. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Roy in season one seems to have like no interest, like. He he's with Pam, but he doesn't seem to have any interest in her interests or no. her friends no. or her job or getting to know anyone that she knows. Yeah. And you're like throughout the first season with Roy, you're just like, how are they together? And then in the second season, they you you do get to see more of him, mm. and he slowly tries to join the like in the the fire episode he walks away from the warehouse he's like hey can i hang out with you guys those guys are jerks yeah. um wait wasn't that and the then you actually they, they were roasting michael uh no no he wasn't that was in the fifth season but he what like michael did go to the warehouse guys to get a joke and then yeah, where they roasted all him of about them were like making fun his of michael business. yeah his, he's like I... <laughs> his clothes <laughs> and someone ends with a goat sound <laughs> yeah 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 but he's like he's like you don't but you don't have a lot of business to begin with so it's like it's it was it yeah. was very, you could see almost your whole tiny package <laughs> he's like hey guys can you give me a joke to make it and they just like just wreck him destroy him and like yeah <laughs> man i loved that part like it it was so mean like i identified with michael there i'm like oh that would totally happen to me like (laughs) (laughs) and yeah oh man just it the first season 
it's interesting because I I love this show and uh, listener, even though we're we're recording separate audio, Christian and I are talking over Skype, and my phone is propped up by my Office Series box set, <laughs> um, and I'll I'll say to people like. I don't think you need to watch the first season, but it's well worth watching. Like, I think the show finds its distinct voice season two onwards Mm -hmm. where it still has the cringe and everything from the, from season one, but it also in season one, you got little sprinkles of, of some feel good, Mm. but rare. Um, Season two, you get a lot of the, not hugely, but that, that feel goodery is, is in there a lot more organically. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time when I think the office, I, I think season two onwards, not that I separate season one, but I guess I do a little bit, yeah, but the first season has like, some great, crazy good episodes. Yeah. It was, it was a lot more like the, the British version. Yeah. Thing. Have you ever watched the British version? Yeah, I never, I could like understand half of what everybody was saying and I didn't find any of it funny. <laughs> I, it was, I, I can see, and I like British humor. I like British humor a lot. Uh, the dead band delivery yeah. is excellent. And some of the stuff you can see from like Michael Scott right out of like faulty towers. Um, but the British version yeah what made me jump out of the show where I'm like, I can't, I, ju- I just can't was the British version of Packer. He it, like Packer is a terrible character, but the, the actor just adds that little bit of charm. And he also gets his like that just tiny bit mm. of likableness. Um, just that little bit where you're still not supposed to like Todd Packer, but there's just something there. Whereas the British version, there's nothing. I was getting actively angry at this character. I'm just like, I can't enjoy this. This dude is legitimately pissing me off. He's such, he's such a horrible. I'm like, I'm yeah. done. I can't, I can't. I'm done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's no redeeming qualities here. This is just, we're just watching a, a serious POS do POS things and nobody's pointing it out. Nobody's and, calling them out, and it just keeps going and going. And it's I, in a professional I, environment. I, I think this it's is with uh, intolerable. Okay, maybe Packer's not likable. Like, and I'm not trying to argue that, but I think you can see with no, Packer no, no. and Michael, like there is still an actual, like there's an actual friendship. I have no doubt that Packer looks at, like, looks down on Michael, but it, there is also a bit of a friendship there. There actually mm. is. And I guess that can be mm-hmm. a little, that, that gives me a little bit of leeway with Todd Packer in the office. Whereas whatever the British character was, you're like, oh, yeah, but, but Packer, no, there's the nothing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Cause with Packer in the office, like it was exaggerated enough where you're like, you can't, you couldn't, yeah. like, it was, you couldn't take him too seriously, you know, but with the, the guy in the, the British oh, yeah. one, it was just like, it was done so well where it's like you're like you're just so like this is just too real like this is just like this kind of person doing terrible stuff and no one's calling like it's just that's not funny it's just like oh this is bumming me out is almost like, like the youtube <laughs> version of someone where they're like oh i'm gonna go big and i'm gonna be crazy and i'm gonna be on and i'm slipping into my character 
And the British version is like, no, all that is stripped down. This is actually who I am. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't get a, no, I can't hang out with you. Whereas with Todd Packer, the YouTube guy, yeah. you're almost like, okay, I kind of want to see what you're like behind the camera. Like, I'm interested in that person. <laughs> There's the plausible yeah. deniability. <laughs> you can Yeah, yeah. He it's he's a caricature yeah. in a lot of ways. And the other guy just seems like it's just like a spot on yeah. impression of, of the worst person. <laughs> yeah. And, and like that yeah. was the point. I'm like, I can't I I understand why people like this and I understand this just ain't for me. I'm out. I can't, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I found it like, it's so strange. I'm like, they're speaking English and I can't understand them. Like I, they're, they're <laughs> speaking like too quickly. There, there, there's things that like they, they, well, there's obviously the accent and, and, and then there's like the nomenclature, like the, they have like their own idiosyncrasies or idioms yep. or whatever. Um, Yeah. Well, and also there's so many different English accents within that show because, yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, we're from different, all from different neighborhoods and all that and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it all impacts. It's, it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's funny because like, yeah, because it's like in the UK and I guess in like Britain um, or England, I don't know which one you're supposed to call it or if they're interchangeable, but like in, in England proper. um yeah there's all it's like the u.s where there's like all sorts of accents throughout right but then you also like if we're talking about the uk then you also have scotland and wales and um uh, ireland ireland right yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> it's just like holy crap man yeah well oh man and just the different accent it's fast <gasps> doing an episode about the history of the united kingdom could be an interesting oh <laughs> uh, yep. yeah we'll just do a whole podcast <laughs> they've been around for a while a spin-off of our spin-off of our spin-off entire history of britain disgust <laughs> Jeez. um that sounds like fun <laughs> i mean so, admittedly it does sound kind of interesting but like, well yeah. it, it, it's it's fascinating but it's also like yeah. do i do i want to read all this <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather just read about King Arthur, you know, like, just give me that. That's all. I'm <laughs> oh, man. All right. So as we uh, as we are at our closing time, any any final words, sir? Um, uh, I don't know. Watch The Office. It's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's fair. I'll I'll join with that. I'd say, yeah, listener, it it's a great show and it's crazy how its popularity has only increased since it's gone off the air like it was big in its mm. time but it is the most streamed show like it's not even close um for other shows well, like I saw, I saw, it, it, americans in 2020 watched 58 billion minutes of the office billion 58 yeah. billion minutes in one year yeah <laughs> that's crazy dude. And, and that's Whoa. in one country <laughs> like in let one alone, country yeah, yeah let alone canada england everywhere that it's it's available um and it's so interesting that but i think it's because even though you're like all right th these types of jobs are becoming rarer and rarer there's still character archetypes like everybody knows a dwight that's why it's mm. so relatable <laughs> we yes. we know we a all dwight. know fascists exist <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or that intense kid who just doesn't know he's he's in a way like Michael, but a lot more harmful because he's a lot more proactive in his ignorance. And he but he still doesn't get that he's that he's yeah. wrong. <laughs> he's confident, though. He's like, oh, he, I know. <laughs> he, he's like he takes it a step further where he's like i'm right and but he doesn't know that he's he's wrong like i don't think it comes from a place of i'm aggressive but he's aggressive in his ignorance oh about extremely, his being yeah. right and more often than not when he's proven wrong that doesn't register yeah he doesn't admit it it doesn't realize it he he doesn't doubles down yeah he doesn't learn yeah, yeah. All right, so listener, check out the show. It is it. It's honestly one of my favorite shows. It's so oh, funny. Yeah. One thing. One thing. Do you think I? I don't. I've been hearing rumors about this. Do you think they're going to reboot it with like a new cast and stuff? I I don't want that. I hope not. Um. I mean, possibly because uh, uh, the snarky comment is it's easy. It's always easier to reboot <laughs> to remake than start anew. And it was so successful. Like, it, it is mm. so successful. So I, I could understand, but I, I honestly hope not. I would rather not a, a full continuation season, but, like, if they ever did a special episode, somehow. Like a reunion or something. Like a reunion special, that, that interests yeah. me more. But yeah. I don't know if you could do some of the stuff the show did because of how organically explored all these, like all those tense issues, like yes, you you can't do that right now. Yeah, there's just like a sincere cultural moment, right? Like yeah, you, you can't really contrive that uh, nowadays. But I mean, I, I you know honestly, I'd be down for it. Uh, I mean, I'm open to see what they can or would do. Uh, and you know, I don't really like. I don't have high expectations. I'm like, well, if it has the general feel of the office before. I'll, I'm probably, be, blah, blah, I'll probably be a fan. You know, so right. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I would like it. I'd like, I'd like for them to do it. I want a, a new office. Give me, give me, like, I'm nostalgic <laughs> for it, right? Like, give me the stuff that I had when I was younger. I, I want more of it. I don't care I, if it's not as good. <laughs> I also, I also can't deny that I, I'm kind of curious because at one point, like throughout the podcast, they were like, "What if we ER'd this?" Or you could also say like law and order bit where we're, yep. we just keep yeah. going and we're like at some point in law and order, none of the original cast is there anymore. And no, or, or like Coronation with, Street, right? Yeah. Or, or like S, 80 like, years of television, <laughs> like law and order SVU or Doctor Who or something where it's just kept going mm. and it changes. Of course, yeah. part of me is interested in that, but I'm also like, I love what was there. And I love what yeah. was there so much that I don't, I don't want that to be diminished. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, it should, it should just be more like, like kind of like a law and order in the sense where there's like different law and order shows where it's like, yeah. oh, you got law and order, you got law and order, this law. So well, it should be another, like the office. Another example is like NCS where that NCIS, yeah. I, one idea that was there was they were like, originally they were pushing hard where it was just called the office and American workplace. Because they were like, hey, if we spin this off, we could do like schools in America or like something else looking at a different profession. Um, mm. And Parks and oh, Rec Parks and in Rec. its very initial stages, they were like, all right, yeah. are we going to do this as a spinoff? And it's like, no, no, let's let's just create like The Office, but it's 
it's going to be our like think of the office but an entire town that's the office so yeah Yeah. yeah, if they did it like that where it's like a the farm or something like that like a a spin-off where it's like the spirit of but not just the office then i'm i'm much more on board yeah, well, I'm good either way. I would have, I would have liked to see the farm though. I, would have, I actually wanted that to be a show. That would have been cool. But yeah, I gotta, we gotta. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get going. All right, so listener, and I actually just got a warning. My phone's at like ten percent. So, oh, yeah. working out. <laughs> working out. Uh, dear listener, thank you for listening. By the time this episode launches, we will have a Twitter account, um, and you can find us on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And Amazon Music and friggin' Audible, son. It's awesome. <laughs> it's dope. Nice. I'm That's excited. Dope. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, we will figure out how to get on YouTube. And at some point, we will also transition from our lovely faces to an actual logo that <laughs> won't be the one I sent you when I first woke up. That looked so terrible. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's oh, this oh, that was, up. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That gave me such a good laugh. Yeah, Chris sent me this mock up where he did it like he did it super quick with like a like a paint, like with just like his cursor. Oh no, it, it was, was my finger on the <laughs> Oh, your finger? Yeah, it was like it was like a, a misshapen square with like some some radio waves around it. And it was just yeah. it was like it was like if like a drug addict woke up in the middle of the night or and like toddler. drew something or a toddler or something. It was so funny. And like he sent me this message where he was just really out of it and groggy. And yeah. I was like, hey man, like this, I think this could work for the and I'm just like, Chris, how this? many drugs? Like, how hungover were you when you when you sent like, me this have drug? You had dude? To ta- like, how did you have to take more than one tranquilizer? Like, did you have no, a severe yeah. anxiety attack? What you- kind of like how bad was this fever dream? <laughs> like like it was it was and so fun i could not stop laughing you know what? Like, hey maybe we, this could be our logo <laughs> once we get once we get the actual logo yeah we will share the mock-up in our stories just to be like because i was like how do i illustrate this like how, how do i present what i'm thinking i can't yeah. think of it verbally so i'll i'll, do, I'll just try it I'm, I'm like this is gonna be awful <laughs> well to be fair like to be fair, like uh, you got the idea across i'm like oh yeah i get it but like it looked yeah it looked like 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 as if like a homeless guy he comes into like a store and he's like hey i drew you guys a new logo you want like i'll, I'll take 50 bucks for it that's it that's all you gotta give right it's it's basically free work <laughs> it's, just, it's like sir this is a Wendy's. Can you like, can you please leave? Right. Like, <laughs> so once we, uh, once we have our much better looking logo and our actual logo, we will share that. So you can join yeah. in on the I'll, laughter. I'll work on that this weekend. Awesome. I'm, I'm home. I got the computer. Like it'll be good. Awesome. Hopefully we will have it for this episode. Um, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, all that being said, listeners, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for supporting mm-hmm. us. Please. Share us, review us. I know you hear that with like the YouTube videos and all that, but there is a reason as much as, as much as it's annoying to hear, it does actually have an impact when it's shared and when it's reviewed on iTunes and Spotify, it gets us up, it it gets us up in visibility in the algorithm. So then there is the potential for growth. 
So yeah. we're, we're, we're starting from the ground up. We've got like, we launched with no promo <laughs> like, and I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty satisfied with where we're at considering we, we did a completely dry launch and our audiences are small to begin with. And mm-hmm. because you didn't have your computer, I don't think you were even able to share it with the people like who know you from Twitch. So yeah i don't know man i don't know who knows me from twitch i only got 17 <laughs> followers like i haven't I haven't streamed in like six months or something so um yeah no no now that i have my computer it's yeah it's like, gonna be a lot easier to organize like um yeah. just just like yeah we'll share this then who's engaging stuff like that figuring out yeah. all that stuff yeah it's gonna be so much easier like i i, I feel like i have like a workstation now not not just like a, a bunch of information flying at me from my phone right like <laughs> <laughs> and it won't just be chris just being like ah i just ah nope can't do it <laughs> yeah because like lately i've just i just as soon as i see something you shared i'm like oh i'll just share that but like i need i really want to start getting more proactive and like sharing like my like like just text with it right or, <laughs> or stuff like that and i really I, I i really like to start looking into like manners in which we can actually promote it right and i i'll, I'll fully own up to like i just haven't been doing the best with it i haven't been doing Nothing. I also haven't felt like I've been able to like at points yeah. I'll at points with my own show. I've just been like, man, I don't even want to promo it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you kind of have to though, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to help out more. And, but you've been doing a good job. And uh, we'll, and we'll so. also figure out like what's yeah. going to work for us. Cause it's not just going to be like, I've got my way of sharing the one cross radio stuff. And the people who like my following through there know it. So I'm like, all right, I know what works with this audience, but Mm -hmm. starting dry on something new, you're like, now let's figure it out. So I've got ideas. I'll pitch to you later. Cause you, you gotta get going and I'm, I'm making it go too long. So my apologies. (laughs) And for the third time, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope (laughs) you enjoy. And we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Have a great day. Have a great one. Peace.